I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode three of the Fighting with Friends podcast. We are once again filming at night. Because we don't know how to plan or schedule, but that's fine. So let's start off with a a very popular question. This was a hot meme, I think maybe like a year ago. So, um, fellas, ladies, friends, is it gay to kiss the homies? (laughs) I say no. No. Kiss the homies. (laughs) Kiss the homies goodnight. Tuck the homies in. Hug the homie. I feel like you're going the extra step. Like you're not only hugging the homies, like you are kissing the homies. Kiss like, the homies. Kiss the homies goodnight. We why need, not? It is a cruel world we live in. I need, except, we need to be spreading as much love as we possibly can. Except during these times of COVID, I will say maybe we should take that on a hiatus. Yeah, I can't medically advise kissing the homies right now, but just... <laughs> in theory, in theory, in no general, problem. Under non-pandemic times, uh, yeah, kiss the homies, tell the homies you love them, tuck the homies in, spread positivity. The world is shitty enough as it is. Tell your friends you love them. That's very important. Very important things. But, um, yeah, I cannot believe that anyone would think it's gay to kiss the homies. No, it's not. Although I gotta say, I do adore that meme, or, like, the meme that spawned from it. Because first it was like, fellas, is it gay to kiss the homies? But then it was like, fellas, is it gay to subscribe to, like, Aristotle's view of the self? If you think about it, you're literally inside a man (laughs) (laughs) 24-7. I just love how is it gay is a trend now. Like, literally anything. Yeah, sounds about right. I'm trying to think of other, like, good fell. I remember when we were talking about um, people apparently not washing themselves properly. I was like, fellas, is it gay to be hygienic? <laughs> Did you see that one recently with um, Joe Biden, you know, advocate advocating wearing a mask? And then who was it? Tommy Lauren saying like oh where's your purse with your mask like basically making fun of him and so people are like fellas is it gay to survive a pandemic (laughs) (laughs) or a mask (laughs) I like that that's good all right conclusion reach it is not gay to kiss the homies everyone uh kiss the homies when it's not pandemic time (laughs) (laughs) okay Oh, this could be tangentially related if we're talking about uh, tucking the homies in. 
Is it more comfortable to sleep with or without a top sheet? Um, I am not a user of a top sheet. Yeah, I, I am... just have my blanket. I have a top sheet because I have a blanket that's like big and can't fit in the washing machine at my house. It's like a thick, a thick boy, a thick comforter. But thick. um, in practice, in my own personal life, I am very much against the top sheet. I just got to keep things clean. I think it's an unnecessary step. Like I have a fitted sheet. Like yeah. you know, we're good to go. Um, with that and I have my blanket um but it's just unnecessary and it's added like weight at night I'm ve- I don't like having heavy things on my body like oh, I hate see, weighted I blankets it. that's my weighted blanket right there <laughs> oh, I can't I feel like I'm being like strangled in my sleep oh my god I love weighted blankets I need so much keep it loose when I go to sleep that's why I don't wear socks at night <laughs> Fair enough. Can't, See, I'm can't a, have anything. I'm a person who get. I'm a person who gets very chilly. I like. I love. Like, I love layers of blankets, but for some reason, I just like. I don't like a top sheet because it behaves differently than layers of blankets. Mm-hmm. Like the blankets will kind of like. Like if you layer them all together, they kind of like stay as one, but then the top sheet always gets like all crumpled down at the bottom. Yeah, and it's really disappointing because of different textures. But yeah, no, I'm not a top sheet person, and I'm sad that I have to have a top sheet while I'm at home. But when I was living in my house in Geneseo, we had, like, really nice, like, radiant heating in the floors. So my room was always, like, it was always, like, a nice temperature, not like in my house where we play the very cruel game of how long can we possibly last before we turn the heat on and just freeze to death for a few months. In my, sorry, you just made me think of something. I would, I would just have the fitted sheet and then my weighted blanket. So nice. That reminded me. Um, In my college uh, apartment, it was so cold, I could see my breath in my room. So, like, that was a time. Yes. That was a time. Isn't it like in a like it was built? I had, I had seven windows. That's why I was so drafty. Like well, your room not was one, like a sunroom. Not two, seven. Uh, I know. Um, so I I would have to go to sleep with my sleeping gear. Like I I'd put on like just shy of a coat mind you and i had Yikes. maybe maybe i should have used the top sheet at this point but yeah, like maybe. i had my <laughs> i had my just quilt. for insulation purposes basically a coat but i got used to sleeping in the cold so it made me hardy and i think it made me who i am today <laughs> i think it's better to sleep in the cold anyway like i like mm-hmm. it i like the again i love like layers of blankets i love like it's it's probably feel- that anxiety like it's definitely an anxiety thing about like how well like weighted blankets work on me and loving like layers of blankets mm-hmm. i like I a chilly know. room so i can pile it up now i like it chill like i i felt like i was training for something like sleeping <laughs> in the cold all the time like our right. expedition to the arctic <laughs> yeah but yeah no i live a i love a chilly although that that golden hour lighting in your room must have been oh. prime Honestly, I should have taken advantage of it more. Although when I did uh, have to film all my vlogs for uh, for class, that nice. always came in clutch. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm very anti like overhead lighting. Mm-hmm. I like lamps and fairy lights 
and, you know, candles and stuff. Any kind of just, like, overhead light fixture that's supposed to light the whole room does not give... I do not like the ambiance. Like, they're literally... Mm -hmm. Sometimes the bulb in the lamp on my ceiling blows out, and I just don't change it for literal months because I always use, like, table lamps and string lights and stuff (laughs) because I hate the ambiance of that overhead Mm -hmm. lamp so much. fits your aesthetic and lighting needs better but like anyone who actually enjoys having a room that's lit by like those like any kind of like sterile ass like blue tone overhead lighting you're a psychopath where's the nice warm golden light where's the cozy that's what i want now this room is the opposite of my apartment room Whereas I just have one window here and it does not face the sun and it's like always dark in my room. Oof. I have two windows, which is nice, but honestly, the seven windows sounds kind of prime. It was like, I really miss it. It was a great room besides, you know, being, being horribly cold at night, which I got used to. I'm not even complaining about it anymore. I will take it. My uh, friend got me a heated blanket for when Ooh, I go to sleep. Nice. <laughs> it was. And it was it was necessary because I was... I believe it. I was out here in the cold, like, see my breath. Western New York, baby. Uh, but no, yeah, I believe it. All right, let's see. I'm trying to think if there's anything, like, tangentially related that comes to mind before we, like, move on. But I guess we can just jump into the next one or let the conversation meander if you had to lose one of your five senses which one would you choose oh i i know this one do you want to go first no i want to hear what since you know (laughs) since you know i thought about this many times and honestly smell like i don't need to be smelling all these things half the time i'm smelling horrible things so if i could just get rid of that i think it would be an improvement my I like I have a question about like the my thing is about like the details or like the semantics of the question because mm-hmm. is this a just you lose one sense period like it, you get to like because in real life your smell and taste are like super linked yeah I may I think like this is like just segregated between the the senses like no just your smell and you could still taste. yeah if i had to like get rid of just one then yeah smell whatever but if this is an actual real world scenario like where one of your senses is gonna go and it might take another one down with it i have no idea what i would pick doesn't like if you have one of your senses removed doesn't that heighten the others it does but like my this happened to my great aunt like she had like she got like some really bad like kind of like sinus infection or something and like almost like pretty much completely lost her sense of smell and her sense of taste went with it (gasps) and that is how she spent like several decades of her life no Uh uh-huh so like that's the thing i couldn't just get like rid of my sense of smell if we're talking in like a real world like mm-hmm. this is going to have consequences not just like a pick one of five hypothetical where yeah. it has no ramifications I mean, on the other like don't get me wrong like i love you know candles and like when you're making food and it smells good candle Ooh. but like it's not it's 
I like tasting food better. You know, I, I yeah. like being able to like touch things. Um, what I was seeing. Yeah, I am. I may am a fan of the eyeballs, and and having them working. It's kind of nice. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to do my uh, projected or hopeful career without it. So I'd kind of be in trouble. Same. I mean, I have horrible eyesight, but you know. They work as good as they're able to, and they're still trugging along. They're trying. So. <laughs> they're doing their best. I always find myself running out of water within, like, the first ten minutes of the podcast, and then the rest of the time I'm just like... <sighs> That's... I had to make sure I filled my whole water this bottle. Was, this was full. Maybe I should get... I should start getting a water bottle, or should start bringing, like... We have four of these... Halloween glasses. I should just fill them all. <laughs> all random no, but nobody will know that I'm picking up a different glass. Only you'll know. Only I'll know. That might be or a like solid super idea. observant list uh, viewers. Yeah, like... people who are actually watching this on YouTube. Although I think it'd be kind of hard to tell exactly where the level of liquid is because one, there's the glare, and two, the mm-hmm. only parts that are clear are in the mouth and the eyes. So like. You have a very small window of being able to know when the water level has gone down. So be on the lookout, I guess. Yeah, that's a challenge. (laughs) Can you tell how many cups I'm using over the course of one podcast if you're watching this on YouTube? Uh, Someday, if more than three people ever listen to us, I think it would be really funny if that becomes a meme. You should have different cups, like, slightly different, so throughout the podcast, you're drinking them, and, like, all I of a sudden- I could do that with mugs. Like, like, five mugs later. Hey, wait a second, this wait is a, a complete- Because <laughs> I have a ridiculous mug collection. I feel like I could, like, find ones that have, like, close enough patterns or designs and, like, shift between them. Mm-hmm. My mom always yells at me when I buy another mug, because we have too oh, many. Same here. I feel like that's a- common scenario within the household if i was in my own apartment i have only slightly more than the normal amount of mugs for like one cabinet Mm -hmm. it's when you combine it with like the actual like you know like just plain like usually just like white or whatever ceramic like sets of dishware that people get as like wedding presents when they first like get married and get a house Mm -hmm. if i just like, moved into an apartment and had only my fun mugs instead of just, like, you know, the normal Sets. ones. That's a- it's a perfectly reasonable amount of mugs. Mm-hmm. Just Slight saying. above average Slightly above average. Of mugs. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I'm looking at her, around my room right now. I have a lot. But whatever, I like to collect things. The absolute, like, opposite of my aesthetic is minimalism. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Like, I- I hate seeing, like, this, like, huge, long-ass table with, like, two chairs on either end and, like, a single flower in a tiny vase in the middle. That is wasted space. We are not doing that. My aesthetic is, like, cottagecore, but make it goblin. So there's just, like, Mm. trinkets on every- like, it's all warm and cozy, but, like, trinkets on every surface. Mm -hmm. Just so much stuff impossible to dust i'd say my style 
I don't know. I feel like I have minimalist tendencies, like with how I dress. Whereas, like my room, I don't know. I got all this crap on my wall, but that that's been up there forever. I got a lot of stuff on my dresser which you can't see. That's because of laziness. That's that is not that is not because of my style. That's I put it there and I, it just stays there forever until the end of didn't time. Feel like moving. <laughs> Yeah, actually, my room is, she stays pretty clean, just because if I, like, let it get even, like, a tiny bit messy, because I had to, you know, cram everything I own back into my childhood bedroom, because I graduated in a pandemic. Um, Same. So if I let it get even, like, a little messy, it is unlivable. Like, you you can't move. Like, I live in a small room at the moment, it's a cubicle size, and I moved an apartment's worth of crap into it, so it's, like clutter like everything's lined up against the wall but it's organized clutter like I know where it is yeah. if I need to get something I can find it but it doesn't look too great but I don't really care so yeah my mom always like my mom is always like oh my god you have too much stuff I'm like I didn't plan to move everything I own one apartment's worth of like one mm-hmm. apartment's worth of stuff back into one room that I know. Was never I was, the plan. The, the the plan was to maybe sell some more, or like have more time to. Yeah, the plan was to know, like have an actual apartment and like not move back home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like that's like that's why I'm hoping I like get the get that job so bad so I can like get an apartment and one have space and two I know that mm-hmm. when I'm like packing and unpacking everything that's kind of going to be a good time to be like okay like you know put this in a donation pile. Yeah. And, like, get rid of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Fingers crossed, though. I got a second interview tomorrow. Good luck. Thank you, thank you. All right, let's 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 move on to another question. Um, How deep can a pan be before it becomes a pot? All right. Let me pull out my measuring tape. Pull um, out the ruler. <laughs> As lo- I'd say as long as there's more like surface area on the bottom, so it's like fl- it's longer, flatter than it is like height. It's a pan, but once like you're getting into the territory of it e- being even or like the walls are taller, then you have a pot. It's simple science, really. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that makes <laughs> sense. I the only like kind of exception I could think of is like. My mom has, like, this really big, like, high-walled pan that she, like, does the Thanksgiving turkey in, mm-hmm. but it has to have room for, like, the the rack that, like, the, mm-hmm. the meat rests on when it's cooking. Yeah. So I'm gonna call that an exception. Okay. I don't think it depends on the number of handles, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that has anything to do with it. Because at first um, I was like, oh, if it has one handle, it's a pan. But then I was like, no, there's tons of, like... I mean, I have pans at my house, like the one long handle. And then on the other side, it's to grab it. I have some without that grabby side. So I'm not... I don't think the handles or supports really yeah, classify it as a pan. I don't, I don't think pan. that has much bearing on whether or not it's a pan. Like, it's all depth. Mm-hmm. Although there are, the, like, again, there are some things for, like, cooking, like, really specific things where the distinction, like, because there's, like, those, like, 
kind of like really really shallow pots that you're supposed to make certain types of sauces in like it's almost a pan yeah it's a pan with just like high walls a high walled pan a high walled pan I like <laughs> or a <that>. pot <laughs> what is a wok then a what a wok what's a wok like the thing that you make stir fry and rice and stuff in oh um you say it's a pot or a pan I honestly have no idea and I mean like I I know this is like stupid it's a walk it's it's neither but also it's it's fun to it's fun to think about if you have to pick one which one is it its own thing I don't know because I genuinely have no idea how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I just don't know. Walk. I don't know. I guess I would say a pan. If it has to go into one instead of being its own thing, I would call it a pan. Yeah, I feel like it'd be more of a pot. Okay. 
Any any justific any particular reason for that or just No. <laughs> That's fair. But here's the thing. I don't have a walk cuz I'm white. <laughs> But if I was to make, like, any kind of, like, you know, white chick fried rice, I would make it in a pan. Mm-hmm. So that's what's pushing me to, if a wok has to go into one of those two categories, is pushing me towards pan. Because in the absence of a wok, that's what I would use to make, like, fried rice or stir-fry. I mean, well, stir-fries, yes, they use a pan. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just cook all my rice in pots, so. Uh, I love rice. One of the, be- in, one in of the college, best grains. I had a rice cooker and it was lit. Well, it was my roommate's, but. Oh, we did not have anything that bougie at my house. It was we amazing. Would frequently, like, like, the bottom of it would, like, stick to the pan a little bit, but you just take mm-hmm. it off the top. <gasps> one of the things we would do is we would make rice and like undercook it just a little bit and then mm-hmm. um put it in like a frying pan and like crack two eggs on it some salt yep. pepper whatever spices you're feeling and just mix it all together oh, so good we just called it nice. eggy rice it was delicious especially like just any kind of like late night like oh i haven't eaten all day we've been like we've been like working all day i need mm-hmm. food now good stuff no we always kept that rice cooker full so that sounds i would love to have it because the thing about a rice cooker you just walk up scoop it out and leave it and then then move on with your life like it's ready whenever you need it i know that is one of the things there for me (laughs) (laughs) that rice cooker was there for me when no one else was that was the story of my life last year like sometimes there'd be like we'd have to go shopping no other food but like old dependable the all rice reliable all reliable the rice cooker was was there and i full. love that that's fantastic a rice cooker is one of the things i would like to i would like to have just like in general when i like have an apartment and am doing a better job of pretending to be an adult that sounds lovely That, and um, I want to be really extra, and instead of, uh, like, a tea kettle, I want to have a Russian samovar. Ooh. But an electric one, because otherwise you couldn't use it inside, because it's supposed to be wood burning. I should explain what that is. It's a, um... Actually, here, I have a mini one that I bought at a souvenir market in Moscow. But what it is... Sorry to all of the audio listeners that are being discriminated against right now. This has to get visual. But what it is, is that in the olden days, this is, like, how they would make tea for, like, big gatherings in, like, Imperial Russia. So mm-hmm. what happens is, you take the top off, and then this stand would, like, you would put the teapot on there when you weren't using it. So in the middle, there's this chimney thing that you would put wood in. And then this comes off, and you put water in there, and then you light the light the wood so that it, like, mm-hmm. boils the water around it. And then, you know, put the teapot up there and all that fun stuff. And then you would turn this little thing, and the hot water would come out, and you would make your tea that way. 
Oh my goodness. That's cool. But I'm just like, I got lost after the first step. I'm like, oh my goodness, there's so many parts. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot happening. But like an electric one, like my flags. I have a flag for every country that I've been to. We have two. Nice. Again, sorry, audio listeners. It's Russia and America. <laughs> but um, an electric one, you would just like just put the water in and plug it in. And they have, like, these really pretty, like, painted with, like, you know, like, traditional patterns that are absolutely gorgeous. And I was like, oh, man, instead of having, like, a tea kettle, I could just have that, like, sitting on my counter and just, like, you know, turn the little nozzle and get my hot water. That so that's, like, those are the two, next like, level. that's the ridiculously extra thing I want to have to prove that I'm an adult. And the, like, relatively normal thing that I want to have to prove that I'm an adult is a rice cooker. <laughs> want to get a crock pot because we also had well it was my roommates in college and like that's the best way to make like i don't know soups and stuff in the fall because we would she would make her whatever she was making for the day before class it's sit that's and cook awesome. all day and then after class i'm sure you know you could do the same thing if you're working we come back and it's all set to go along with our rice like just there dependable uh, my mom is a big fan of the Instant Pot. The Instant Pot. Can you... I think it's a, like it's a pressure cooker, I think. Oh. But yeah. Okay. And today she used it to make, like, uh, chicken salad, which is like chicken, walnuts, apple slices, craisins, and mayo. And you put it on, like, a sandwich on toast. I had two of them. It was delicious. <laughs> but, like, she did the chicken in the Instant Pot, so it's, like, like it kind of falls apart really nicely. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Kathy's a big fan. All right. I support. Gotten a teeny bit off track, but that's fine. Once again about food. Once again about food. <laughs> we're always talking about that. There's just so many, like, good questions that... Like, good, harmless questions mm-hmm. that have to do with, like, food preference. Because it's just a person. Like, no one's getting hurt. It's just a personal thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, but here's a... Here's one that keeps me up at night. Is Trisha Paytas real or is she playing a character? Um, alright. Well, she kind of... No offense to her, but like annoys me, so I don't, I I don't religiously like follow her content. Oh no, here's the thing: I don't follow her either. I don't, I don't like her. She's extremely problematic, especially in the way that she like appropriates cultures and you know Mm -hmm. tries to cram herself into the LGBTQ plus community. Very problematic. I just don't know if she's real or not. Maybe she's, like, a simulation of some sort. (laughs) But, like, I have spent literal hours thinking about this, like, either way, like, she knows what she's doing. Like, she knows that in being problematic and, like, the thing she's been doing lately where she's, like, acting like she's, like, pretending to be Jewish. Like, very aggressively and obnoxiously and, like, spouting off a bunch of stereotypes. Mm -hmm. Like, 
either way, whether or not she's real, she knows what she's doing. Like, she knows that being problematic is going to get her a ton of attention. I just... I will never know if this person is just like this and knows that being problematic is getting them attention or is playing a character like the greatest performance artist of all time and knows that this is the way to get attention for the quote-unquote performance art that she's doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hope in a way that she is, like, it is just an act. And she's not yeah, actually like, but at the same time, is that worse? Yeah, but is that worse if she's worse. purposefully? Because yeah. if, if that's who you are, like her aside, if that's who you are as a person, then like, yikes. You know, I mean, yes, but like hopefully you can learn from your mistakes. But like, then if you're purposefully doing it, like putting on an act, is that. Yeah, worse? I don't know. See, I that mean, I feel I, like is pretty solid evidence for the she's not real Mm -hmm. argument that if she was real then she would have learned from her mistakes but I don't know there are people out there that keep like same thing with like Logan Paul like he keeps doing the same thing because he knows it's gonna get him attention Mm -hmm. and like that's a person who I'm sure is just like that like you know yeah um So I don't know yet. That's a question know, yeah. that haunts me. Like, genuinely keeps me up at night. Mm-hmm. Thinking about all so the I, reasons that this could or could not. I don't know. Now I'm thinking truth. about, like, social media personalities, like YouTubers and, like, now TikTokers. And sometimes I do think, like, are these real people? Now what? just thinking more, like, or is, is this all an act they put on for us? Maybe a little both. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, there are definitely people out there who are, like, incredibly genuine. Like, have you ever seen any videos? Like, one, uh, rip to Jenna Marbles. Mm-hmm. Love her. Also, um, who else? Um, have you ever seen any videos by a YouTuber called Emilia Fart? <laughs> you showed me her. <laughs> I hope she's real. I hope no, that, No, literally, like... like she seems if you delve deeper into her content like there are videos where she like has extremely like genuine conversations just kind of like with the camera with the viewer about like her experiences of like mental health issues and childhood trauma and like working through all this stuff like it is the like her channel is genuine is one of the most just authentic genuine things i've ever seen on the internet i like i will i will link her channel like I, we're not promoting anything. We have maybe three people listening to us. This is not promotion. This is just me genuinely saying that I love this person's content so much because it is just so real. I we watched a few hours of. Oh my god! Once. I forgot about that. <laughs> wow, that was like. Um, that was a hot while ago. After, was that during quarantine? Was that pre-quarantine? That was either the big. It was either literally right when as it, it started, started, yeah, or like the before, first couple of weeks. 
like this was even before people were wearing like masks in public like yeah. it, it was like our school just got put online and we're yeah, all I like remember, oh, oh my God, I remember right. that <laughs> what I remember do we do finding that out via <clears throat> excuse me I remember finding that out via Twitter wow and I, I mean the other thing I specifically remember about news. that day is that I was hanging out in my office in the communication department building which is for non-geneseo people like one of the like oldest and most falling apart buildings on campus and it's always very very quiet like there's not a ton of people in there but i remember like as soon as that tweet went out like i could hear stuff coming from every room and i was like and like that's how i knew that something was going on because it Mm -hmm. was loud in that building i and this was also before spring break i was in class when it was announced and we're all just like all right well See you guys never again, because I'll well, see you online. Yeah, bye. Maybe. Get out of my classroom. <laughs> Peace. God, what a day that was. March 13th. I know, the last normal day was a Friday the 13th. Lives rent-free in my head, unfortunately. Oh, here's kind of a question, not necessarily one you- Well, I guess you could argue about it if you're particularly passionate, but um, what video lives rent-free in your head? Oh, I know this. It's, I don't know what it's from, but like, it's this guy, it must have been from like a TV show of some sort, but this guy in a tank top and sunglasses, and I quote it all the time, and he says, bro, I'm straight up not having a good time. Oh my god, I love that. Um, that is like, that, that makes my day. That's a that very makes solid my life. answer. Um, the, my answer to this to one is the video of that guy who's standing out in his yard and there's a cat with like a crazy underbite and like snaggly teeth and he goes, i know hey ma there's a weird fucking stray cat outside i don't want to start in a fight with lucy and then he keeps talking about the cat and he keeps going back and he zooms out and he goes it looks like grandma had a fucking thing <laughs> that video lives rent free in my head i think about it every oh single day that's a good one. I forgot about that one, but that's really good. Uh, anyone who's listening to this or watching this, uh, comment below what video lives rent-free in your head. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. There's many good options out there. Uh, how are we doing on time? I think we got... Yeah, we got another minute. Time another, is not Another real. minute or so. Let's find some, some unassigned questions we've gotten through everything i allotted for today but it's got some got some ones that aren't assigned to any particular episodes yet um is a spork more spoon or fork okay i've seen different sporks so like like the the stubs the, the prongs sometimes they're longer than other times but regardless i always think a spork is more like a spoon yeah i always think it's here's the thing most sport like i think pretty much every sport that i've seen has just been like mostly not, spoon yeah it's like 99 percent spoon mm-hmm. it's just that little like fork ridge mm-hmm. it's like a spiky end. spoon yeah. it's a spiky spoon i like that mm-hmm. but yeah no uh actually i am a little curious though if i can find a picture of a spork that is more fork. So let's see what the internet can provide for us. Fork dominant. <laughs> fork dominance. 
Google that. I want to see what comes up. Fork dominance. Fork dominance spork. Uh, apparently Walmart sells an adult unisex spork costume. I think we found our Halloween yeah, costume. Yeah, for anyone who's still searching. <laughs> okay, see, I am noticing that a lot of, like, reusable sporks have more, like, have longer fork prongs at the end, but disposable ones mm. are really short. Or, I don't know, that's the impression that I'm getting. I'm seeing a painting of a fork and a spoon cradling a little spork. Aw, how cute. <laughs> oh, here's an interesting <laughs> one. I'm gonna, I'll link this one down below and send it to you, but it's like, this is the strangest spork I've ever seen in my life. I don't even... It's like a spoon, and then it extends into just the tiniest little bit of fork. <gasps> wow. Right? That's, like, beautiful. <laughs> right? I'm, like, kind of a huge fan. And there's, like, no handle on it. It's just, like, the spoon slash spork. Um, also, the spork in Toy Story 4, he was a spork. Why was he called Forky? He was fork dominant. <laughs> I know it was, I know that he was named by a small child, but he was a spork. <laughs> Just call him Sporky. The child was not that advanced yet. She only knew fork. I mean, time. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. This one's a knife and a spork. Wow, that's all three. That's like the, the trilogy right there. I have a friend who... Call, or I knew somebody who called them spy forks, if it was a spoon knife fork. Oh. Spy fork. Spy fork. So... I wonder when... how many pieces of silverware you could possibly combine into one. Combine? It's like you just have one piece of silverware and it's everything. What is this? It's like a gadget. You know, someone should make that. This is something called a splade. And it's a, sp a spoon. It's S-P-L-A-Y-D. And it looks like a spork, just kind of square-ish. A score. A spork. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. There's a giant Venn diagram. Let's let's break this down. Splayed. Okay. Here we go. So a <laughs> This will be linked in the description too. A fork and a spoon is a spork. Mm -hmm. A fork and a knife is a nork. A nork. A spoon and a knife is a spife. Mm-hmm. Everything, spoon, knife, fork, is apparently being called a splayed. A splayed. Which I did not know. I always thought that was called a spy fork. That sounds like some sort of, like, medieval, like, jousting tool. Like, hand me my splayed! <laughs> <laughs> it kind of does. You're not wrong. I'm 
like so intrigued by this. I never knew these existed. Now I want a splayed. Yeah. Huh. Put that on my list of apartment things I'll need one day. A splayed. But they, and they sell like nice, like, not just like, you know, like stainless steel ones that you would use for like camping or whatever, but like nice, like, stainless steel ones that you would like lay out at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm kind of interested. I want to get all this like weird ass silverware one day and just hopefully like I'll have guests one day at my imaginary house and I just want to confuse the hell out of everyone like what the hell is it uh Ooh, are we uh, are we pro or anti um square dishes um I feel like they have a time and a place and that place is like if you're outdoors um like I don't know I have these not so nice squarish ones that look like beachy themed and I always associate them with like picnicking solid I am, I, I, I'm very circle. pro square dishes pro square pro square pro square dishes um and my mom hates them for whatever reason so whenever we go to a restaurant and they have square plates she'll like nudge me and be like look Bridget square plates and I'm like correct <laughs> Or whenever we go to a restaurant and she, like, gets something served on, like, a really artsy plate that's, like, a triangle or something, I'll be like, mm-hmm. ooh, can you handle it? Because I am, um, at heart a little shit. But yeah. Maybe, so, along with my splades in my imaginary house, I'll have, like, all different shapes of dishes as well. Yes. Just none <laughs> of the, And none of them match. Yeah. Just I really wanna, like, keep people on their toes. Like us- a pentagon and an octagon. Ooh, these sound fun. These are a step up from square plates. I am fully on board. Oh, every shape. There should be more shapes of plates. More shapes of plates, uh, 2021. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> but yeah, no, I really love square plates. I think, you like, I do think you like... they spice it up. I think they make things look a little, like, modern. Do you like squared cups, you know, and it has the the edges? Um, I kind of like the ones where the base is still round, but mm-hmm. it, like, gradually becomes a square oh. towards the top. Because then, cause then it's still easy to, like, to clean, mm-hmm. like, the bottom of it, and you don't have to, like, try to get into any corners. So that's my that's my hot take on like and I like like same thing with like mugs like that like squarey or like boxy kind of mugs that still have at least a rounded inside mm-hmm. so that you don't have to like try and like get your fingernail into the corner. That's my hot that, take. That's like the best of both worlds. Same thing with a spork. Like, <laughs> I love. What that. if they made like triangle cups? Like just in the shape of okay, a triangle. Whack, but I like it. I kind of like it a lot. I'll have it with my various shapes set of plates. But like, like, I feel like that would be, like, a fun, like, signature glass for some kind of, like, like futuristic, like, cocktail or whatever. Mm-hmm. It came in, like, a triangle glass. How cool would that be if you ordered some, like, some crazy cocktail that has, like, that the, be. like, color layering and, like, some weird, like, some weird crazy garnish? Mm-hmm. I would be all for that. That can come in my 
imaginary house as well. Basically, I'm going to be living in a fun house, it sounds like. I like it. I'll come visit all the time. <laughs> okay. Sounds like a fun place. Sounds like a disaster house. <laughs> Whatever, you know? I don't care. I don't think it's fun to have everything look Nothing matches. Everything's and... a different shape. I, I embrace the chaos. I'll try the clown car, too. <laughs> okay, that might, be a, that might be a step too far. All right. Any other good ones? Or are we gonna we gonna pack it in, boys? You can't beat Splade, so I don't know. Yeah, that's that's, that's tough to top. Act to follow. Perhaps this might, this episode might be a tad bit short because I was an idiot who didn't like start a timer or anything, so I have no idea how long we've been going. <laughs> oh man. All right, yeah. Do we want to? Do we want to conclude on the high note of splades and triangle cups? Yeah, I, I think, like, our audience needs to, like, take it in and just really <laughs> reflect on those two things. Reflect on those concepts. Just sort of Mic meditate drop. on them. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Well, that's it for episode three. Uh, we are now available on Overcast as well, which is the um, streaming platform for iTunes. So that's one more place you can find us if you prefer to listen just to the audio. And as a, and we are also always available on Twitter at uh, BridgetKelly98 and MR5MAR. Yes. And we will be back next week. See ya. Woohoo! Bye! <laughs>